What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Corel, and I've turned into a couch potato, and it appears in some ways I've been a COVIDian. Here, let me show you what I mean. Hey, it's the Crowcast. I am Corel, and this is Ember, and we are at one of my favorite places, that's Pots Las Vegas, uh, where some of my food is already coming out, and I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Uh, all right, it is the Crowcast, and I am Corel, and I'm, I'm social distancing with my uh, server here at Pots Las Vegas, my favorite, one of my favorite restaurants. When this all gets normal again, uh, you should all come to Pots. The chef here has been doing incredible work. She's been giving back to the community 50 free meals a day to those who have needed it. Uh, just incredible. Now, I feel almost hypocritical being here because someone went and got their hair and nails done online and they were, bra- they were like, oh, it was great. I went and got my hair and nails done. And everyone's ripping them apart like, well, as people die, as the numbers mount, you know, good that you've got a manicure. And in other countries, they can't go get their hair and nails done until they're off of total lockdown. And that's just now happening in some countries. I'm having the lentil soup. This is the fresh bread. I've missed this corner. No one's here. There's absolutely no one here. There's nobody here in the restaurant at all. Nobody. I'm alone. I'm fine with that. With Ember. I'm here with Ember. I feel hypocritical because I am sitting here. But when I saw there was nobody in the restaurant, I thought, okay, I'll sit. Because uh, I was going to go to a park uh, right up the street here. But I don't need to because there's nobody here. Uh, so since there's nobody here and they've already sterilized and everything, I can, I can eat it in here. Um, so I'm not hypocritical because I'm not in a uh, nail salon or hair salon where there's a constant flow of people in and out at night where the person is saying, you know, whatever, maybe I am. I don't know. That's the whole point. I'm so lost in all of this with you all because it just seems that we're opening too fast and that cases are going to spike and that's what science is telling us. And yet, you know, here I'm at POTS, you know, now there's no one here and I wouldn't have stayed if there were. I would have gotten it to go and gone to the park. I think they should expand to outside seating. Don't y'all feel much better eating outside? I do. I really do. Restaurants really need to just rethink. Their kitchens can be indoors and everything else should be al fresco. Even in the winter, whatever, just open air and put in heaters. Put, in, you know, put a roof on it for the rain. For the rest of it, let wind blow through. Let, you know, let air. I turned a fan on. I'm as freaked as you are. I don't want the COVID. You know, I've made it this far, hopefully, not something. Uh, I don't want it. But I want pots. <laughs> and there's the dilemma, right? We don't want, you know, I was telling them I'm online fighting with someone who got their hair and nails done uh, because I don't know why. Why do I find that egregious in this time? 
Let's examine that. Why do I? Why is it okay for me to be sitting here with my shawarma and my hummus? Oh my God, this hummus is so good. And cauliflower shawarma on top of a salad. It's just delicious. Why do I get to do this? Well, because I was going to leave. But how do I know she wasn't the only person in the salon? And then when she was done, the salon person, you know, cleaned up, showed her out. Well, because she said there were more, there, there was a station apart, a, a manicure chair. It's like a big Barca lounger. And then a Barca lounger empty. And then another Barca lounger, which is basically the airlines. So I guess, but I wouldn't fly right now. No, uh-uh. I feel hypocritical being here, and yet I wanted to be here. I wanted this lunch. I did not want to cook. I'm so tired. And You know, I cook all the time. I'm sure you're tired of cooking, too. You guys never cook, so y'all are really probably really tired of cooking. I cook all the time. I'm really tired of cooking. The news is wretched. Wretched. Whistleblower. Trump, of course, attacking the whistleblower. People attacking Trump. Me and I, we, Ember and I broke the law this morning. We were lawbreakers. We went out to Calico. It was all closed. So when we went to a different area, it was closed too. So we just parked on the dirt road and walked in and hiked. You know, it's nature. We didn't see a soul. Not a, we always saw many animals, but not a human. So, you know, we're fine. I'm a hypocrite. We've established that because I'm here and I'm yelling at that lady. Somehow I just think sitting in an empty restaurant is different than going to get your hair and nails done. A, I had to eat. Yeah, I'm tired of cooking. But I could have got it to go. I could have stayed. You know, I don't know. I, I'm so lost in all of it with no real medical advice to follow and no real testing protocols and, you know, no nothing. Everyone's just in the dark. No one even knows the uh, stimulus money. Did I get it? Did I not? Am I going to get more? Am I not? No one knows anything. We're the only country. We're floundering. We are a fish on the... On the deck in the sun, honey. We are. We really are. Here's Ember, the unimpressed. <laughs> she truly is. So, uh, after going inside the UPS store, I've determined that I am, in fact, a hypocrite. Uh, now, I'll show you here, if you're watching the video right now, I'll show you that they have squares inside uh, the store. Uh, and those squares are where you're supposed to stand to social distance. And if that lady was in a salon and people were as close as they were in the UPS store to people, then guess what? It would all be a dismal failure anyway. So the UPS store has been open this whole time, and we've been social distancing, which is what the six feet is, but we haven't, it didn't close down. So I guess the fact that no business is closed down, I mean, we slowed it down by some of them closing down, but we didn't close all of them, so we weren't really serious. So since we weren't really serious about it, who am I to, you know, under the new guidelines, Ember's tired, it's her nap time, uh, who under the new guidelines were probably being safe, who am I, you know, to criticize that? Because we didn't close everything down. We didn't close grocery stores down, you know? And so because of that, uh, the fact that we didn't do that, um, it means that, you know, opening with the guidelines is at least better than what we had done already. So I guess my anger and comes from the futility, I feel, uh, from it all. You know, the, the fact that there is no real guidance and, there, and, the, and the guidance that's out there is often misguidance. So I'm going to get her home and I'll finish the show. But uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go online and apologize to that lady and say, you know, I was just at the UPS store and 
realizing that we stayed, they stayed open the whole time with just six feet and the same with the grocery store. So you know what, whether you're buying groceries or getting your hair and nails done, I mean, who am I to say? Maybe, maybe getting her hair and nails done is important to her as buying groceries is to me. Who am I, you know what? I guess I just gotta let up, right? It is the Crowcast. I am Carell So very glad you are joining me, the hypocrite. And it appears that I am. Uh, it appears that I am. And maybe I was like others uh, and didn't want to admit what I knew to be true. Uh, and maybe like the doctors today and, and over the last few days, uh, you know, maybe they're having trouble reconciling what they know to be true. Uh, and, you know, it's tough. And here's what I mean. You know, I, I got on a sort of, a, I don't want to say a Twitter war, but a, a, a back and forth on next door uh, over someone going to getting their hair and nails done. And as you see, I then went out and in going out, I realized that by letting the UPS store stay open, by letting Costco and Smith's and Kroger and Vaughn stay open through all of this, by letting certain, by Amazon and Instacart and all of that, by letting that stay open, we were actually not serious about containing the spread of the virus. We were actually just putting a Band-Aid on what really needed to be done, as almost 100,000 dead people could attest if they were living. But they're not. They're dead. We are not in any way set up to handle a pandemic. Certainly, we are not set up as a society to handle all of us being sequestered for 24 months. And doctors know, and I know, that short of everybody staying in lockdown until there are zero cases for a week or more, then opening back up, you're, you're going to spread the virus. Period. You just are. And in other countries, there's a headline. It says, worldwide deaths uh, top 300,000 as countries wait in lockdown. And you think their lockdowns look like ours, but they do not. Their lockdowns are they don't go more than a mile away from their house or they get fined. If they're on the street, they have to show a pass. If, you know, restaurants are not open, nail salons not open, you know, barbershops not open. In many countries, they're still, now some are coming out because it has zero cases. New Zealand, an island. They all stayed home. They all stayed locked up. They had food delivered or, you know, they worked around that, getting the food and getting things to the people that needed it. But they, you know, they did not do what we did. Now, maybe it's numbers. Maybe there's 330 million of us and you just can't lock that many people up uh, for a period of time. Maybe you just, maybe it's not human nature. Maybe it just goes against... I mean, back in the Spanish flu, maybe it just goes against our very core. Maybe we are just incapable of staying pent up, uh, you know, and I know you say, well, look at all the people in prison and black people that have been put, you know, talk about. Yes, it's cruel. Now you will see that prison for anything but the most heinous of crimes is cruel and unusual punishment. That taking away someone's freedom for anything short of a heinous crime it's terrible. Taking away someone's freedom for a drug offense, that's terrible when there's no one harmed by it. That's terrible because look what, how would, how do you think they feel? They feel like you. And so, you know, I, the lady is right. 
you know, going to a nail salon and sitting a station away from somebody is the same thing as going to a grocery store and standing six feet behind somebody. It's the same thing as going to the UPS store or accepting an Instacart delivery or getting an Amazon package that has gone through the Amazon employee, the UPS employee, a mail sorter. It's the same thing. We weren't serious about controlling the virus. And I I don't know why, as a culture, we're not serious about it. Maybe we think that it's okay that people die. And I, that's it, really. We I read a stark editorial this morning from the New York Times that said the same thing. We now see that as a culture, it is acceptable for us to say that thousands of us, tens, hundreds of thousands of us can die if necessary to keep our, quote, way of life, unquote, going. And we don't care so long as we're not disrupted. So long as our commerce, our shopping, our going out to clubs and bars and all of that, gyms, and so long as that's not disrupted. Now, in other countries, they don't hold those things dear, not dear enough to die for. So they have administered and adhered to much stricter lockdowns than we have, and they are having success with coronavirus. We are not. And it's spiking in China. It's spiking in other places again. But the hypocrite in me is that I believed the experts when they said we could stop it. They were wrong. Other countries can stop it. We Americans, we don't have it in us. We're not disciplined enough. We're not educated enough. We're not tolerant enough. We're not focused enough. We don't have it in us to follow that kind of rule. You know, we don't, we just don't. And this proves it. And, and we never did. We never did because we never went into a full, we never stopped air travel completely. We never banned it, ground all planes. So we weren't serious. And so my attitude now about the quote, COVIDians, unquote, well, yeah, they're not doing, but you know what? It's like the cold or the flu. People go out and they know there's a chance they're going to get the cold or the flu, but they go out and you know, they're like, I'm going to go anyway. It's cold and flu season, but I'm going out. So I guess we now have to live with the fact that there is a virus among us that can be very deadly, uh, that is going to continue spreading in America for months and months and months and months and months and maybe years. Uh, and really, that there's not going to be any way to avoid it. Uh, because the social distancing is, is a farce. Uh, wearing masks is really a farce. Uh, it's all just done to help you feel better about not getting it uh, when the odds are that you're probably going to come in contact with it. It's going to take out a lot of people. It's a herd thinner. It is. I hate to say it, but here in America, I mean, because we refuse, we refuse to let someone tell us that we can't do something for six months. You know? In other words, 
and I don't mean that we can't go to concerts or whatever. I mean, like, you literally can't do anything but stay home and go to the grocery store and exercise. That's it. You know, for six months. We won't be told that. We won't do it. So, because we won't, you know, it's like resistance is futile almost. It really is at this point. People are going out. They're going out in numbers in Wisconsin. They're packing bars. You know, do we deny them health care? What are they going to do? They're going to bankrupt. Our health care system is going to go bankrupt. It is. It's going to go bankrupt because even if just the numbers are all wrong and just a few of these people get COVID and then just a few of them become serious, it's still going to be tens of thousands of more patients. So your community still may have financial troubles from their healthcare system, from, you know, God knows what. We don't know. We, we don't know because there's not going to be an end. COVID's not going to end now in America for a long time. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be here because we are not capable of doing what we need to do. And for me thinking that we were, um, you know, I, I was a hypocrite. You know, for me, for me thinking that we were actually capable of stopping the virus, that as a culture, Americans were capable of putting someone else first, that they were capable of putting someone else's needs first, that they were capable of following rules that they didn't agree with. I, we're not that, we're not that. We're obviously spoiled, rebellious, entitled, willful little brats who feel that if you have to die for me to get a manicure and pedicure, then so be it. But earlier we felt if you have to die for me to get my Amazon packages or my Instacart delivery or go to the UPS store, then so be it. So I am not going to be hypocritical and say that the person saying if you have to die for me to get a manicure or pedicure is any better than me going to the grocery store saying if you have to die for me to get groceries, oh well. Because it's the same. Either we made groceries curbside from the get-go, meaning nobody going in the grocery stores and milling about, everybody getting it outside, out front of the grocery store, bins out front, you know, in the sunshine, and the rest of it curbside pickup only. You know, we weren't serious about it. We were not. We think we are. We think, well, how would you mean, Corella, destroyed the... No, we were not serious about it. And because we were not serious about it, and even I wasn't, I mean, let's be real. I've gone to the park every day for the, since, well, forever. For, for the last three years, I've gone to the park every day. So certainly for the last three months, I've gone to the park every day. Now I social distanced. I went alone. But I went to the park, I, you know, within a mile of my house. So I guess I followed that rule to not leave a mile of your house. And I only went for exercise. And then the grocery store is right here. So that's within a mile. So actually, for the last three months, I really haven't gone much more than a mile outside of my house. Steve's house is three miles. So, okay, I've been to Steve's house. But they say you can see one family member. So I've not broken that rule. Actually, I haven't broken any of the rules. I, I did restaurant pickup except for today, but now we don't have to. But um, I've, So I, I really didn't break any of the, the rules. Uh, I, in grocery stores, I stayed away from people, social distanced. Yeah, I guess I haven't broken any of the rules. But 
I, I guess, you know, America's not me. You know, I'm 57. Uh, the 30-year-olds want out. The 40-year-olds want out. The 50-year-olds want out. Back to work and back to, you know, whatever. So, so I was wrong. And I was wrong in thinking that we could actually stop the virus through the haphazard and half. You know, in L.A. County, the deaths are still, you know, they're soaring, you know. And in California, they've got a ton of, of deaths and a ton of cases. So it's, yeah, I guess they could have more. I mean, so I guess I can't say it's not working. But if if all of these extraordinary efforts they're doing in California and they're still dying in, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, it's, it almost feels inevitable. Like, how are you going to avoid that for two years? Short of everybody, everybody being tested. In some country, was it China? They're going to test 11 million people in 10 days and they'll do it. You know, short of testing, like, who's speaking to me? Short, short of everybody being tested. You know, everybody, 330 million Americans. And then anyone that's tested positive as active being quarantined immediately and then contact traced. You know, short of that happening, we can't stop the virus. So we just got to buckle up and prepare for continued sickness and death for a while. And I was wrong to think we could stop that without the measures that we're not willing to do. And so the minute I saw that we weren't willing to completely shut down air travel and shut down everything, you know, in other countries, I don't think they got mail in other countries. I really don't. I don't think they even got mail. Um, so since we weren't willing to do that, we were sort of doomed to just spread it and keep it spreading anyway. So I'm glad people are taking the six feet and the mask and all that. I mean, it's, you know, it's feeble, but I'm glad they're doing it. So I'm glad the lady went and got her hair done today and her nails and feels better about her life. Might she get COVID? Maybe. But she could get it at the UPS store or the grocery store. You know, if we're allowed to go outside, then there's no guarantee you're not going to spread it or get it. Period. If you're allowed to interact with people, unless you're doing it in a completely sterile environment after being decontaminated, then there's a chance you're going to either get it or spread it. And I think we fought that and we've run from it and we've tried to avoid it because the answer then is that you have to be as physically fit and as strong as you can be because the chances are you're going to encounter it. And if you do, you're going to want to beat it. Just like a cold or a flu. You know, you're going to want to be healthy. So if you encounter a cold or a flu, you don't go down with it. So I, I think that's really what we should all focus on now. Be healthy. Wash your hands a lot. Use hand sanitizer a lot. Use mask where you have to. Stay away from sick people. If you want to go to a crowded place, go. I'm serious. If you want to go and it's crowded, go. Just know you're increasing your chances of the inevitable, which is ultimately 80% of us coming in contact with COVID because for no other reason than we refuse to do what we actually needed to do to stop the spread.
We refused. Fauci has said it. They've all said it. We refused. We were, we, early on, we just didn't do what we needed to do. And everything since then has been catch up. And you can't, you can't catch up. The virus is out of the bottle in this country. And it's spreading like wildfire. And anything that tells you differently is wrong. Then you're not looking in the South. You're not looking in the senior homes. You're not looking. It is still just spreading everywhere. So as everyone opens up, just know that COVID is still out there spreading. And go ahead and, and, and have your life. Because you're right. Life is acceptable risk. Every time you get into a car, you risk getting in a car wreck. You know, life is about acceptable risk. So if your nails and hair are so important to you that you are willing to risk you or your family getting COVID, then go. I'm not going to tell you you shouldn't. And if you as a business, if your revenues are so important to you that you have to open up, you know, Because I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do in terms of entertainment. I'm not going to put you all at risk. So there's no live shows coming up in the near future. Video, Zoom, somehow, which Zoom call tomorrow, by the way, four o'clock, all the Patreon subscribers. I'll send out a link in the morning. But, you know, I'm not going to possibly put you at risk for COVID just to go entertain. Or should I? Should I let you guys decide? Should I just say, okay, once this all starts, you know, back up, I'm going to throw a show and whoever wants to come buy a ticket, come buy a ticket, but I'm not going to do a meet and greet afterwards. You know, I'm not coming out into the audience. See, this is life. You know, this is, this is life. But for us to be mad at the COVID, it's, it's kind of wrong because as much as you and I did, it, that was only half-assed. And you know it. Stop acting like you've been locked in your home for, for 60 days with zero contact with anybody at all. That you've gotten no Amazon packages. That you've gotten zero things from the grocery store. That you Tell me that you have been completely isolated for 60 days. Because if so, then you win. You're the one doing what needs to be done for COVID. You're doing what they did in New Zealand and you're doing what they're, you know, doing in Australia and you're doing what they're doing in other places. Now, if you're like, well, no, I still had to go to work because I have an essential job, then no. Because ultimately a virus is cut and dry. Either you starve it, you take away all of its ability to spread Or you cure it. You kill it. And the only way to take away its entire ability to spread would be for no one to come in contact with anybody. And we never did that. And I don't don't know that we could. And I don't know that we should. And these are all questions we're being asked and answered, I guess. But, you know, we opened back up in the name of commerce. And I do know that dying for a dollar bill is not right. I know that. I know that opening back up for commerce and not for psychological reasons. In other words, if if we're opening the country back up because to not do so would psychologically damage the people so badly that we need to do something, I could see weighing the risk. Either you're going to have a generation of, of mentally unstable, mentally ill people because of what's gone on, Or you're going to have to get them going again. Okay, that's a conversation to have. But we didn't do it for that. We did it for commerce. You know? 
If small businesses can't stay alive because of a pandemic, then the government should help. The community should help. That person should start a new business and their family should eat and they should have a house and everything in the meantime. You know, I, I was hoping COVID would show us that a national salary and health care not provided by an employer is what's needed. More than a manicure and pedicure. But I'm not going to hold it against someone if they go get one. If they want to assume the risk, they're an adult. You know, and in our country, they're not breaking any laws and they didn't do, the, the government didn't do what it was supposed to do in the first place. So we've never really, you know, 100,000 almost are dead. I consider that way too many and a huge tragedy. And if more are going to die in the name of commerce, you know, then America has decided that's acceptable. And when you go out and you go sit in a restaurant and when you go and you get your hair and nails done, you're deciding that that risk is acceptable risk and that if you're spreading or helping spread a disease, that if people die because of it, that's the cost of the American way. You're making all of that decision. And I was making that same decision when I went to the UPS store because ultimately, if I was serious about COVID, I would have never gone to the UPS store. I would have found another way to get packages. I would have not, you know, gone inside and spoken to them. Yes, there's distancing. And after a few weeks, there was glass, you know, up and stuff like that. But at the beginning, you know, and you're touching mail and who knows where it's coming from. You see what I'm saying? We did half but measures. And now we're we're just kind of giving up. And I should not be angry at people for that. They were never given the right leadership in the first place. And many of them just don't have the mental capacity to do this. They are not smart enough, patient enough. They just, they can't do it. This is how modern day culture deals with the problem. Act like it's not a problem. And that's what the Republicans have done, you know. And so since America is going to act like it is not a problem that 100,000 people are on the course of being dead, then you're going to have to act like it's not a problem and just start living with it as if it's just always been here. And whatever that means, I guess. So go get your manicures, get your pedicures if you want. I'm not going to, but you go right ahead and go, uh, go, go to amusement parks if you want to reopen Disney. You know what? Go do it. If you guys want to spread this disease and let people get sick and die, then I'm going to try to protect myself from it and and hope the best for everybody. And if it ta- if the healthcare system collapses, well, I'll deal with it. If grocery store chains collapse, well, we'll deal with it. But go have your lives. Go be selfish. It's fine. I don't. I'm not judging you anymore. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.